And most importantly, are you going to go breakfast, lunch, dinner? Or are you going to go dinner? Uh, are you going to go start our main dessert? I, this was so hard. This was so hard. <laughs> Every, everyone says this. <laughs> it's quite bad. I'm like, oh, that looks quite nice. That looks like quite playful. <laughs> and I've had to bend the rules a little bit. So I'm just like, I don't know. If I'm that's gonna... okay. Everyone I've had on so far has bent the rules in some way. So that's fine. It's okay. They're there to be bent. <laughs> Hello, I'm Colin and you're listening to Dishing It, the podcast where I take you all across Scotland on one glorious food journey with a little help from local food brands and content creators to hear about what they've got going on and their top places to eat from across Scotland. On today's episode, I catch up with one of the many masters of coffee here in Aberdeen, Figment Coffee, where I catch up with owner Neil to hear the secrets of the perfect latte art, starting up his much favoured coffee house and of course hearing his go-to places for quality scran. This week I'm away on holiday, so I'm going to keep this intro very short and sweet as I still need to pack. So while you're listening, I'll be frantically packing and squidging down my case, but I'll see you at the end for a wee debrief as always. Enjoy. Right, where the hell is my G-string? Okay, so the master of latte art, bean roasting and chill coffee house vibes has arrived out of the Zoom waiting room and ready to talk all things coffee, food and more food. Neil, how are you doing? I'm great, Colin. Thank you. Nice to be here. Uh, thank you so much for having um, having me on the podcast. You're on the podcast, not me. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on uh, the podcast today for this uh, coffee-fueled um, episode of Dishing It. Uh, I love a good coffee house and Figment definitely ticks the box for me. Uh, on your wall, it says Dreamers Welcome, and I think that's exactly why I love it there. So for those who don't know about Figment, get us up to speed with what Figment's all about. Yeah, so uh, we've been, this is actually today is our third birthday. Can you oh, happy birthday. I didn't even realize that until I just uh, thought about oh, it. Amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been, it has been a dream of mine for a long time to ha- have a coffee shop. That started, uh, you know, seven or eight years ago, which we'll probably get into. And uh, yeah, we wanted a place that did amazing brunch um, and great coffee in a lovely space. I think we're lucky enough to have achieved that over the last few years. Uh, of course, the challenge is we've been open longer with restrictions than we ever were without restrictions. So it's been an interesting uh, year and a bit, but we're here and we're still going strong. Still going strong, great. And you're based uh, just near, uh, uh, just in County Wells, pretty much. Yeah, that's right. I, I yeah. Across from the well-known, uh, um, <laughs> the yeah. well-known hotel that I can't remember the name of. Pam Court Hotel. <laughs> yes. There we go. Cross of the Pam Court Hotel. Amazing. Um, so let's get straight into it. Where where did the figment story all start? So um, really, so I, I used to work in oil and gas and I was traveling all over the world. Um, I actually started uh, a business um, and didn't have an office in the US. So I would arrange to meet people in coffee shops. This is before I really knew what great coffee was. Um, and I went to this one place in particular called uh, Greenway Coffee, which is just in the basement of these three massive office blocks. People said, go here if you want to try a good coffee. Um, and I literally had a latte that changed my life. I, I tasted this drink and it was like nothing that I'd, uh, no coffee that I'd ever tasted before. I was used to that sort of bitter sort of after dinner, um, you know, you taste it until you clean your teeth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and this thing was, this was sweet. I had your know, beautiful texture to it. Uh, and so I just started 
um, asking them questions and they told me, well, they roasted their own coffee beans, they brewed it in certain ways and special, with special equipment. Uh, and I just started, you know, falling in love with specialty coffee. Um, as part of my uh, travels, I would travel um, between Houston and Oklahoma City. And right in the middle of there is Dallas. Um, it's about three and a half hours. And um, I, I came across this uh, place called Ascension. And it didn't matter when I turned up at Ascension, morning, afternoon, late night, they were always serving amazing coffee, delicious food. And it was definitely an inspiration for, um, you know, what Figroot would become uh, many years after. Um, and, and sitting in that space, I actually got chatting to one of the servers uh, and, and uh, just asked, is this a chain who, uh, no, it's this Aussie guy who came over here. Um, and I said, well, could you maybe pass me his details? So I phoned him up. And that afternoon, he invited me over to his roastery, and that cool. was me sold from that point. I mean, just the the openness of the industry. This guy who didn't know me at all, welcoming me in, uh, and eventually, you know, we, we became friends. He sort of mentored me, gave me advice about uh, the coffee shop, um, and really has been a massive help in uh, bringing Figme to life. So oh, uh, all, all of that, I, I just continued to travel around learning more and more that I could, started to train as a coffee roaster in London, Copenhagen, um, met with roasters in Moscow and in the, the US, and just tried to bring all, all of that knowledge together eventually into what I thought was my perfect coffee shop. I didn't think Aberdeen had the thing that I was looking for, the sort of cool place to hang out that served great coffee, had lovely food. Um, and so eventually we just took the, took the step into the unknown and uh, and created figment. And what made you uh, take that step into the unknown from oil and gas into into coffee? I, I think I just um, I've been through a bit of a tough time in oil and gas, and I I think it was just it, it was it was it was the people and the excitement of a new business, a new uh, a completely new direction. Um, you know, the oil and gas can be a tough business, and people seem to thrive on not being the nicest it seems to be that's a sign of sort of machismo and strength yeah. if they can destroy the person next to them um and it was exactly the opposite um when i went into the coffee industry and that has maintained as well uh the the number of people the range of people uh that i've met that are just absolutely lovely willing to share encouraging your success um, it's a completely different mindset and I just absolutely love it. Yeah. Obviously in Aberdeen, oil and gas is the leading industry, as they say. Do you think uh, food and drink industry could rival it soon? You know, I really do. I mean, obviously the oil and gas industry has been th through a difficult time the last few years. Aberdeen especially has been hit. I have lots of friends who've, um, you know, lost jobs or, or struggled mm -hmm. through it. Um, but that as a result of that, people are looking to be more inventive and the growth in sort of craft industries and um, funky little businesses um, has been really huge. And it's, you know, genuinely is exciting when you see what is happening and what the potential the northeast of Scotland has, especially just in terms of its produce and um, availability of, of um, you know, really good products. It's it's. Yeah, it's really exciting. And I think if, you know, if we can get the council on board to support some of these innovative projects, I think it can be really exciting. Yeah, 
definitely, definitely agree with that. I love a coffee and I've got my own coffee machine at home, but it doesn't get used very much because I had it thinking, oh yeah, I'll do like latte art. I'll do all this sort of stuff. And the best I can do with latte art is just splodge. What is the secret to good latte art? Because at Figment, it is top shelf. Yeah. So, well, I can't take any credit for that. We have <laughs> actually an amazing team of baristas. More, but, you know, a little bit of design went in there, but a lot of love <laughs> for the guys that we've uh, ended up with. Um, but so what I would like to say is uh, the texture of the milk is the secret to great latte. Right. So it's actually um, a lot of people will actually over sort of steam the milk because they think they're trying to get bubbles into the milk, whereas actually they're trying to get something completely different. Um, and we spend a lot of time on training uh, our team and working on that because once you get the texture of the milk right, um, everything else uh, flows from there. So even I can get quite a nice looking heart, but I can't do the swans or the crazy- uh, <laughs> It's the swans that always catch my attention. Amazing, yeah, absolutely amazing. Oh, well, I have to come over to Figment for a training session. I'll have to get that booked in. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and the food offering you guys have uh, always strikes me as being very contemporary. It's always kind of a little twist here and there, like the, the brunch offering that I've had a few times. Um, it's always just something a bit different that you get in Aberdeen, which I love. Where do you take the, the food inspiration from or what drives your menu? Yeah, so I think, and this is, I guess this has been a struggle for the last year and a half, but travel, really travel. Um, just, you know, going to different countries, seeing how they do things, how they deal with different ingredients and doing stuff that you know, we just don't do over here and trying to bring some of that back or just add a twist. Uh, and you know, combining maybe techniques that they're using over there with local produce um, as well. So we do try to, you know, I think for quite a while we had our square sausage with egg on a muffin yes. because not many places really use square sausage. Mm -hmm. So a really local um, uh, product um, that we felt was underused. So it's you know, really exciting to have, have that on our menu. Uh, and then now I think we saw the sort of rise of, I guess, people more into sort of street food and stuff, you know, single, you can hold it in your hands and eat it. Yeah. So our, our kind of br breakfast bun range or our breakfast brioche has been, you know, a big hit. Um, uh, and... Yeah, so I guess it's always you know looking to combine you know local produce, um, going with the seasons as well. We try to reflect seasonality um, in the menu, uh, and then just picking up those little things that um, you know, maybe other people from Aberdeen won't have seen or haven't had the opportunity to uh, see certain things um, through travel. Yeah, great. And um, set the scene. It's a slow morning at uh, Figment Coffee, and you find some time to take a seat. Um, in the cafe, what's your go-to coffee order and what are you ordering off the menu? Uh, so I think definitely I would start with uh, a Wonderland flat white. It is just the best way to start the day. It's just got that sort of depth of flavor, bit of a kickstart in the morning with a caffeine hit. Because it's a flat white, there's not too much milk in it. So you're still getting all the coffee. Um, definitely start with that. And then, yeah, one of the, I, I don't know. So it depends on feeling, you know, like I need, uh, I need something bigger, substantial, where I'll probably have our sausage pate with the scrambled eggs, uh, cheddar cheese, and then the, the Bloody Mary tomato ketchup. Uh, oh, that, if I'm feeling like in the need uh, for something to, 
get me going in the day. If I'm trying to be healthy, then um, I think our overnight oats with maple syrup and raspberries, because it's just super healthy, full of goodness, bright pink, uh, just puts a smile on your face. Yeah, um, they're super good. Saying, they're really good. Saying and eating it. Yeah, so oh. yeah, that, that's where I go. That's how I go. Oh, love it. I love hearing like people who own like food businesses. I love hearing what they would order. Like I just find it really interesting. <laughs> it's always yeah, a good yeah. one to ask. And that's the thing as well. So I can be a total, because I'm obviously heavily involved in the coffee, but I'm not really that involved beyond ideas and suggestions. I'm not really, I'm not involved in producing the food. So I can be a total fanboy about the food. So I can. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not feel You're like a good I'm taste done. tester. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Great. And you mentioned about your coffee roasting and you've got a, a wide range of hand roasted uh, coffee beans available to buy on your online shop. Um, what inspires the collection that you've got there? Um, I, so over the last three years, I mean, we've been on a really big journey with um, coffee. I mean, it, it seems like that every six months there's a new uh, region uh, you're getting coffees from a, a new uh, country um, so that definitely is, is in inspiring us but I mean everything really is led by taste so we mm -hmm. taste a lot of coffee you know so for the I think we've probably got or maybe even had sort of 12 or 15 different coffees over the last couple of years but we have tasted hundreds and hundreds of coffees from all over the world uh, and, and unless it's sort of stands out to us um, we don't really want to want to use it. So, I mean, a really good example is at the moment we have this amazing coffee from China. So we, we tried, people kept telling us, oh, China's this upcoming area for coffee. You should really try the coffee. So we tried it a couple of years ago and we didn't think it was that good. Last year we tried it, wasn't really that good. And then we tried quite a few um, this year. And we're like, no, and then this one coffee came along and it just stood out. It was so sweet and delicious. It was unbelievable. Like we were really staggered. Um, and, and so, yeah, we ordered, um, you know, 150 kilos of it and, uh, and, and put it on the coffee menu. And yes. um, that's exactly, that's what driving. So, you know, obviously coffee is seasonal. So we, again, we tried to move with the seasons. We're just in the middle of sort of um, you know, East Africa. So we've got brand new Ethiopians, um, Kenyan coming, um, and really delicious Rwandans on the shelf just now. Um, and you know, that will come to an end and we'll get through, you know, those coffees will last for, you know, definitely for several months. Uh, and then once we get through those, we'll move on to the, you know, the South American coffees that are coming through. And so we, again, we try to move with the seasons and find things that just are appealing to us. Uh, there's also been a big, well, a, a kind of a bit of a buzz in the coffee industry with new processing uh, methods. So they're using techniques like, you know, anaerobic maceration, where they're actually putting them in tanks and start sort of starving them from oxygen um, to create, to allow them to ferment and create these crazy flavors. And not all of those are delicious. Some of them are just weird, um, <laughs> but it's quite exciting, you know, that this, uh, um, innovation is happening and that's sort of that's with the green beans before they even get to us before we can try and do different things with it on the roasting side so you know all of that is happening um, and we're just trying to find the best and try and um, you know bring them bring them to everybody See, who knew all that stuff happens in the background you just, no, I, <laughs> you just don't I, think I, about it do you no absolutely <laughs> and, and it has you know we've had to get better at some of this stuff we were 
we were, you know, when we started, we were buying too much of copies that we liked. And then we had them for like six months or nine months. And then we we're missing all these, we're like seeing all these new copies coming from different. And so it took us, you know, a year or so to get our heads around that and then start to really, you know, dial into the seasonality and start picking the freshest. Um, and, and I think that's what's, you know, I, I hope that people are starting to notice that, you know, when they come in and, and they'll, they'll try single origins, they'll try our filter coffees. Um, like I said, you know, I always let a default to uh, a flat white in, in the morning, but then, you know, to try something else, I really would encourage people to come and try some of our filter coffees um, done as a pour over. And you just get to taste the distinct differences between the coffees from sort of chocolatey and caramelly right through to almost like lemon zest and you know, bright, bright fruit flavors and it all just come in out of your cup of coffee. It, it's amazing, you know? And that's why I'm that. so excited about it because um, I'm still learning so much every single day. Yeah, amazing. And like, I, coffee roasting is like just something so alien to me. What does that process actually entail? Like is before you actually taste, like when you get like the, say the, the beans from China, is it literally tasting the bean or do you have to roast it first and then how, do, how does it all work? Yeah, so we have actually a little sample roaster that allows us to roast 50 grams at a time. Oh, okay. So, so we have uh, sort of test, testing profiles that we can set up. And if we, if we sort of roast all the beans in the same way, we then get to judge the bean on its own individual characteristics. So we have, that's our starting pro process. And so we get these samples sent from the coffee merchants uh, that we work with. Um, so we'll get some of these that are pre-shipment that will come straight from the farms. Um, some of these we'll get when they've landed in, in country. Um, yeah, and it's just a sort of diligent process. And that's, you know, that's another, uh, again, we're so lucky to have our team of baristas. So we get together as a team and we taste the coffees as a team and we choose them um, as a team. So hopefully what that means is the guys who are serving the coffees have helped make that decision uh, and can talk passionately about them. And, and remember when we first got that coffee, sometimes it can be, you know, it can be months before you're between tasting a coffee to us getting it, really getting the roast right, and then, you know, releasing it so everybody can try it. So um, it's nice uh, for them to be involved in that. Yeah, definitely. It's like, a, it's like a brew dog, but for coffee. It's like that sort of similar ethos getting all this stuff behind it. Love it. Absolutely. Um, um, like I am a coffee fiend. I have coffee all the time. I've actually had to cut myself back on coffee um, in recent months. But if I was new to coffee and I liked a really kind of dark chocolatey kind of taste what sort of coffee would you point me in the direction of uh so so definitely and where i start everybody if they come in and say we've heard about your coffee we'd like to try some i start with wonderland so wonderland. We, we designed it as so it, it's it's a, a, a seasonal blend uh, and we designed it to to be great with milk and to have those really strong chocolate caramel notes classic so we, we I said a little bit like a gateway coffee for people who are used to that sort of over roasted, slightly burnt. Um, but, so they still want that full flavor, but we don't want it to be burnt. Then Wonderland sort of fulfills all that, but you still get the natural sweetness of the, of the bean coming through. And then if you're looking for a single origin, which has all of those notes, then a single origin Brazil um, and Colombia are both really full of those flavors, but probably with more complexity, a little bit of fruitiness through, through them as well. Um, so yeah, that's where I would definitely go for um, big robust flavored um, coffee. Great, I know what I'm ordering next time I'm in. Definitely Wonderland all the way. 
and the the community you have for figment is really strong and it's been really nice to see especially over lockdown and stuff and that's just me seeing it on social media um and obviously the more the merrier you can't have too many customers what would be your message to people to make them support local well i think you know we're really lucky and grateful that we got a lot of support over we genuinely wouldn't have survived um if we hadn't got that support um really right from the off and when we opened just for takeaway when we adapted to you know delivery uh, for for at least a month i was driving around in my car delivering bags of coffee to people um which has turned out to be an amazing thing because those people now come into the shop and buy bags of coffee and they weren't doing that before um but i I really think the message has got uh, i feel like it is definitely in aberdeen and the northeast people have started to really support local businesses Um, and what I hope that they see is, um, they see the people behind it, they see the passion behind it. It's not just jaded corporations trying to, you know, force people into buying one thing. And, and you know, we, we actually designed Figment as a, you know, when we first looked at it, um, the, front, the, the front of the counter, the smart thing to do would have been to have filled that with products. But we really wanted a place where people weren't being sold to the whole time. They could actually come yes. in and genuinely chill out and relax. And then they could seek for the things that they wanted, you know? And if they wanted to try them, then they had an opportunity to do it without us doing the hard sell. Um, and I really feel that that approach has also worked. We haven't really ever pushed too hard. We've tried to let word of mouth spread. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and, yeah, I think people do see that quality at the end of the day shines through. And that's one thing about small local businesses, independent businesses really do care. And quality typically is at the heart of, of you know, what they do. Definitely. I hope that people recognize that. I feel that they are recognizing it and just yeah. encourage people to you know, keep supporting. And especially now when we're coming out of it, because you know, I'd say we're still 30% down in terms of people coming to Figment from where we were two years ago um and that remains a challenge you know it does remain a challenge so and as you say yeah hopefully with restrictions easing more people will be spreading word of mouth and more people can actually come out and visit you fingers crossed and i'm sure they will what's uh what's been your biggest learning do you think from the the pandemic oh that's hard that's really hard i think adaptability you have to even though we set out to do certain things with figment we haven't necessarily been able to do all of those things. And if we hadn't adapted, we hadn't changed what we were doing, we wouldn't have, have um, made it through. Uh, also, I think, um, I just think openness as well. I don't think our, you know, the people who come and visit us are, are um, you know, they're, they're, they're smart, they know what they want, they, they know what they're looking for. And, so again try not to bluff people or you know lie to people actually being open with people telling them how hard things are and uh, being open about you know what you're struggling with what you're not struggling with um and and again focusing on focusing on quality i think has, has allowed us to um you know ride out the storm definitely Definitely. And it's been so nice to see, I think, like in Counter Spells, obviously you've got the Palm Court, but other than that, there's not any other kind of local kind of cafes in that area. So it's actually really nice to see you guys there. And it would be, I'm sure for the community up there, they'd hate it if you were to go because it's 
probably a, a stopping point for people going to the school for the school drop-off and all that stuff as well so it's like a almost like a, a community area for people to meet and catch up yeah, and stuff I, yeah ab- absolutely and i think we've become a, a little you know we always want we always wanted a neighborhood cafe we wanted yeah. to get to know our customers and sort of know what they want to drink before they're as they're standing at the window before they come in uh, yeah. that was always part of what we wanted to do and i do feel like we've become a real hub for the community and 100 yeah, I, I was just in on um, Friday and there was a group of seven people in the corner having a business meeting and there was uh, a young family with their kids sitting on one of the tables and then there was an older lady meeting maybe her you know daughter or granddaughter so uh, just a real mix and that's so nice as well yeah definitely amazing and obviously you recently shared um, on social media that you've secured a long-term lease which is fantastic um, and yeah. to hear that you guys are not going anywhere anytime soon uh, what do you think is next for figment uh yeah so so taking on the lease uh, um, for a period we didn't know if we were going to get it so we had heard that um there was a large food and beverage chain um looking at the site uh, so we were actually a bit terrified that we were going to lose the opportunity to take the site on. So, um, yeah, we're, we're thrilled to still be there. Um, it, it means we obviously have to make it work now for the long term. Um, but, yeah, that really is our, our goal now. I think, you know, like we said, we've, we've had, we, we have had and we continue to have huge community support. But I think what we really want to do is we want to make Figment a destination place, like a go-to place. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just during the daytime. People know us for coffee, um, but we've got an awesome wine list. We've got amazing cocktails. Um, and so, um, but we've also, we've struggled with staff. So we haven't done uh, a figment night for uh, a few months. And we're planning to get those back on. Um, and we really want to build on that. So we come a sort of, you know, all day into the nighttime um, eatery and get back to the hours that we used to have. Obviously, we're, you know, we're still only open um, five days a week we used to be open seven days um so really get back to that point and then really start building so people we want people to come out of town and come and check out figment yeah and not just serve just serve the local community you know and and once we start doing that i think then that'll be um really exciting get people from west hill popping in and stopping on the way in uh, before going into town or you know after they finish shopping and coming back out so that's what we really want to do and then for the roastery side, we're, you know, we really want to build our reputation as a, a world-class roaster. So we're, we've got some really exciting new coffees coming in from Yemen, from Panama. Um, and these are these, you know, these really are some of the best coffees in the world. Um, and um, we're, uh, yeah, just, just build our reputation in, in that respect and uh, get more people into our coffee. Amazing. Look forward to that. 100%. Right. So let's let's hear your food go-tos i'm dying to to hear what you've chosen so you've decided to go for um breakfast lunch uh, and dinner for your scottish food safari so kick off where, where are you going for your starter and what are you ordering okay so i might have cheated a little bit here because this does involve an overnight stay the night before that's um, okay that is okay <laughs> rules are there to be broken yeah um so yeah so the cross basket hotel um near Glasgow, um, we went down there before, um, before the lockdowns and just had uh, breakfast in our room. And it was absolutely, it was just amazing. Beautiful, you know, uh, view out of the window. 
um, fresh juices, like the best um, produce, you know, storing away black pudding, local haggis, local butchered sausages. Um, and then the thing that really actually, so it actually comes as a, like a three course breakfast. So it comes in its courses. Oh, I love this place. Three yes. course breakfast. <laughs> and the starter that we had was actually brulee porridge, which to anybody who's been to Figment oh. in the winter will know that we just stole it basically from them. <laughs> <laughs> but that was absolutely the inspiration. So we're in there trying this and we're like, this is insane how good this tastes. So yeah, we basically took that concept, we brought it back to Figment and we started you know, doing... Um, I love that idea. I need to try that. I didn't even know you did that. Um, Amazing. Yeah, super good. Um, so yeah, de definitely, um, yeah, I would say that's a nice start for breakfast. Great. Perfect. And where are you heading for your lunch after? Okay, so this is a long... Um, we've loved going to this place. Um, actually, my, my son went when he was... Uh, from when he was... I think a year and a half old and has loved it ever since so oh, uh, great. it's deli vino in creef um and it's a, it's is a little um deli and cafe and they serve weirdly the most amazing pizza so mm. um yeah they, we would have their their diablo pizza it's got salami and do your sausage um jalapenos on this just perfect flowery thin base um you know, delicious tomato sauce and then amazing toppings with a bit of spice and a bit of fire. But who would know you could get such fantastic pizza in Creef? Oh, so amazing. Whenever we're driving to the West Coast, every single time we stop there. You've got to go by. You can't go past it. Cannot. Love it. And uh, where are you going for your dinner? So, um, yeah, I had to think long and hard about this, but <laughs> I think about dinner and I, it's just one of these, I'd say one of the few places as well that I really pine to go back to, but Oxen Finch in... Oh, yeah, great choice. It is, and nothing specific because I think every time I go, I never have the same thing twice. It's yeah. just that, you know, delicious, you know, taste sensations in small plates. You're having seven or eight things or 10 things, depending on how it's going um great wines uh, and just it's, it's just an amazing like eating experience you know it is um, and again so again trying to you know take a little bit of inspiration for our figment nights we have you know we tr we can't replicate it to, to the extent that they do but um small plates of delicious food lots of different tastes and flavors going on so you don't really get bored um yeah uh, i just love that style of eating Love that. Yeah. Oxen Fitch. I haven't been there in years. I've, like it was years before the pandemic since I've been. So I definitely need to go back there. hundred yeah. percent. And would, uh, would a dessert feature anywhere on your list, do you think? Yeah. You know, you're asking about this. And so I had to, I was thinking I just have to come, uh, come back home for, uh, for this. So um, head out to Forest Farm for some of their gelato. Yeah. Yes. Uh, great shout. So organic gelato. Uh, and we're very lucky to have our, coffee out there so i know i'd also get a really good coffee just to finish it off yes um, but the, yeah the guys just do an amazing job it's uh, and the fact that the cows are right next to where they're making the ice cream yeah it's sensational and not just it's not just that it's a great story the product actually is is brilliant so it's so I, good i had the uh, the cherry ripple the other day and it, it was just sensational so cherry ripple and chocolate i said in my bowl of uh, gelato from oh amazing 
Great. Yeah, the forest farm experience is amazing when you go in, especially recently with the, the kind of extension that they've done as well. It's just so much. Um, so anyone listening, they've actually got a fridge at Forest Farm that you can kind of like have a look at what they've all got and you can kind of put in your code and you get like either your yogurt or your milk or uh, gelato as well. It's great. And you can go into the shop and get your coffee from Figment and um, all other things, Simply Donuts stock there as well um occasionally so yeah it's a great a great little hub right on the edge of Aberdeen which is fantastic to see yeah and I think I think people like it it's a little bit of a journey out it feels yeah. like you're going somewhere it feels like a trip uh, absolutely and the kids love it as well and yeah yeah, yeah really. I remember in uh in lockdown when we had to stay in Aberdeen I remember when um they opened up the the new part and when I found out it was class as Aberdeen I've never moved so quickly <laughs> I was like, I could go, yeah, I could yeah. go. I think people say it's like within the five mile limit, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think it was. I think the boundary was quite sketchy. I think it could be Aberdeen, sure, it could be Aberdeen. So we just went for it. But uh, it's such a great place. It really is. Great food choices there. I love the idea of a three course breakfast and a brulee porridge. I just think I'm there for you guys for that one. So there's nothing I like more than a, a chill setup on a on a Sunday with a cup of coffee and um, a good playlist on in the background. What is a song that always needs to be on your playlist? So I was torn, definitely torn here. Yeah, you said like a happy song, and then I was I, the the first song that jumped to my mind. I started listening to the lyrics. I was like, I don't know if this is a it makes me happy, <laughs> but I don't really know if it's a happy song. Um, so, I have a couple of options, but um, if I have to choose one, my just like my song of the moment is um, "Don't Kill My Vibe" by Sigrid. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, that's that's one of my ones as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, just a total, just a brilliant pop artist, um, so full of energy, and it's there's a little bit of fight song about the the this. It's like it's. You know, don't stop me trying to do yeah. the crazy things I want to do. Yeah. Don't kill my vibe, you know. Just let me like, do it. Yeah, let me get sort of support me. Don't step in my way, sort of thing. And I do, I love the idea. And sometimes when you're feeling a bit down and you need a little bit of motivation, yeah. it's just like, you know, that's the sort that's the song I would put on and uh, get me through. Great. I I saw a cigarette live at Transmit. Um, a few years ago and it was literally like when she sings that song she's like just bouncing across the stage like literally just like I don't give a crap like <laughs> I'm just doing it the song does the same for me what's your other songs that you had that you were choosing between so um well just something else it's just uh complete summertime and I just came across this by accident actually is Summer Days by Martin Garrix it's actually oh, yeah. the reason I came across it was because it's the guy from Fallout Boy who sings on it but oh, it's such a summer tune. And yeah. then the other one was, I've just loved it forever. Um, Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Nice little, it gives you nice good feelings, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. Well, that takes us to the end of your interview. And I think you've done very well with all your food recommendations. And so nice to hear the backstory to Figment and hear more about how it all started and how it came about. Um, but everyone listening, do please go to Figment, whether it's a coffee, whether it's a slice of cake, or it's one of their dining nights, like you need to go there because it's an amazing place to chill, meet up with people and just relax. Even if you're on your own, no one judges you there. You can sit up on your own in the corner, no one cares. Absolutely, best way to experience it. Definitely, but thank you so much for joining me and we'll catch up soon. Thanks Colin. See you Neil, bye. Don't you just love a heartwarming story? 
so nice to hear all these backstories of how businesses come to be and obviously all the support they get um, from the customers and support they get through tough times like the pandemic. It's just amazing to see someone be so passionate about one certain thing. Like Neil was so passionate about coffee, so passionate about the process and the industry and supporting everyone else. Um, apologies, we can hear my dog tittering in the background like he's a tap dancer. Thank you, Ramsey. Neil was so passionate about what he does and I mean, I think that's the best way when you have a business is if you're so passionate about it, people just buy into it so much more. And if you could have seen Neil speaking about food and speaking about how passionate he was about things, his hands were all over the place to say you'd really sense how passionate he was. So again, if that doesn't sell it to you, I don't know what will. I think something that rung true from that chat with Neil is everyone should just support everyone whether it's businesses supporting businesses or just locals supporting businesses. Make a neighbourhood concept and just keep things going. Us Aberdonians do like a moan, but when things are good, things are really good in Aberdeen and it can only get better if we just keep on supporting all these amazing businesses that are coming out of the woodwork and trying to make the city a better place and the Shire, of course. There's so much love around the food scene and if we just keep, can keep that going, it just means it can get so much better. But show your support to any business you can, shop local where you can, and just explore new things. If there's, obviously you might have your coffee shop that you have to go to all the time, or you've got your cafe that you need to go to all the time, but as a community, broaden out, go try new things. I mean it when I say you need to go try out Figment. It's an amazing little space. It's not actually that little, it's actually quite big, but it's an amazing space with just, just a nice vibe. I can't explain it any better than that and just great coffee, great cakes, great food and it's just such a nice place to be and you just feel immediately at home when you go in and as I said you can go in on your own and you can sit and there's no judgement, you can just sit with your coffee, read your paper, read a book, type on your laptop, it's just easy ozy and that's what we like. But great food recommendations there from Neil, I mean brulee porridge, yes please, I'll be getting some of that 100% and I've been to Figment many times, but I have always made the mistake of going just for a latte or just saying cappuccino. And I've never actually thought about asking for a, just a normal filter coffee. So I'll be doing that next time, going for either the Wonderland, as suggested by Neil, or having a wee peruse of the board and going for something else. So thank you again for listening and joining me on this foodie adventures that I bring you every week. I really enjoy making them and I really hope you enjoy listening to them. On Spotify, you can ring a bell now. So when you go on to the Dishing It podcast, there'll be a little bell. So if you hit that, that means you get a notification every time I post an episode. I mean, you don't have to click it, but I mean, if you've made it this far into series two and Dishing It universe, shall we call it, you'd be as well ringing the bell just so you don't miss an episode. Um, and please follow on anywhere else you listen to your podcast, like Apple, Google Podcasts, and many more. Stay safe, eat well, and speak soon. I'll see you next week. Right, how quick can I get to Creef?